RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. It would have been nice if it would be a victory Tuesday, but it's not going to go that way. Uh, For you guys that stayed up to watch that game last night, uh, it was a competitive game. Um, The Bucs are kind of lucky that was a competitive game because I thought they got grossly outplayed. And I thought going into the game, that was an evenly matched uh, game with the Rams and the Bucs, and they're both kind of up and down, and... um, they're both trying to be balanced, but the Rams, they, they become more balanced than, the, than the, the Bucks do normally, although they couldn't run the ball on us at all, nor does many teams. But after you watch that game, you have to start asking yourself, what are we hanging our, our hats on? What are the Buccaneers hanging their hat on? What have we done the most consistent in this season? Because any good team out there that are winning games on a consistent basis, you could ask me what they do, and I'll say, well, they do this, this, and this. It's pretty easy. We, we just, it seems like we have a, a schizophrenic type of team to where one week Brady's the most accurate, the next week he's the least accurate. One week our running backs go off. The next week our running backs suck out loud. One week our DBs look fantastic. The next week they look like the worst in the league. One week we have a great pass rush. The next week we let a quarterback come in their house on Monday Night Football and throw the ball 51 times and barely touch his ass. Zero sacks with 51 passes. Whew. That's not winning football, everybody. To not be able to run the football... And to not be able to rush the passer, they don't go together. And, you know, 42 yards rushing? Come on now. We have a game where we attempted five rushes. Then we have 42 yards rushing? We're not learning from anything. Now, we had 18 attempts, which is just god-awful. I'm about tempo. I'm about, you know, setting a pace. If you watch the first play of that game, Brookins, who was lined up on Jensen, just straight armed him, got tossed him, made a play for about a two yard loss, and I go, uh oh, that's not a good start. I mean, Jensen's supposed to be one of our tougher players, and it one that kind of went downhill from there. Our offensive line's not physical at all; they're just not. Uh, they need Ali Marpet back. Um, they weren't god awful, you know, protecting the passer. Because you know, we, we're not running the ball at all. You don't want to play against that defensive front and not be able to run the football. And we made enough boneheaded mistakes to keep them clowns in the game and to keep them on top of us. We got some of our better players jumping off sides on third and three twice. You're going to give them a first down on a third and three, a third and four twice from jumping off sides. One was a linebacker. One was Devin White. You got to be better than that. You've got to be better than that. And get back to these running backs. I said pr- forever. When you got two, you got none. We got two running backs interchangeable. You can say, but neither one of them are worth a darn. They really are not. Rojo had a great game last week. Great. Rojo's not a great running back, man. No way. Kid can't catch at all. And no, neither could <laughs> neither could Fournette. They, I think there's probably five drops. Yesterday, and I'm not talking seam routes. I'm talking 
run five yards, turn, spin, and had the quarterback almost flick the ball to you, and they couldn't catch the football. And a couple of them were in big situations that would have kept their chains going. Our running backs suck. They really do. And the one play that bothered me more than any was I saw Rojo get bounced out to the sideline. It's him and, and Patrick Ramsey, who's a defensive back, by the way. Just him and Patrick Ramsey and nobody else. And Rojo ended up getting zero yards of contact. I don't know what kind of school of running the football you're from, but when a running back gets on a DB and it's just them two, the DB can't hit him shut. It can't happen. No way. Cut his legs out, get four yards maybe, get run over, do whatever. But zero, that's not setting any kind of a tempo. The Rams were not scared of the Buccaneers yesterday. And they certainly weren't scared of Tom Brady, who looked as bad as i seen. And I've been sitting here, I've been listening to sports radio this morning, and everybody's coming up with a lot of different excuses why Tom sucked. No, 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 no. Tom sucked yesterday. I don't care what jersey he's wearing. He sucked. Short-arming balls, funny feet, throwing balls at people's feet, overthrowing balls, interceptions, bad reads. That's Tom Brady. Listen, 48 attempts, and you get 216 yards, that is grossly inefficient. It's grossly inefficient. And the two touchdowns he threw on both of them, Evans uh, and Godwin used an incredible effort to get into the end zone, which wouldn't have been a touchdown otherwise. We probably would have run it in. And then his statistics would have been really gross for all you fantasy football uh, honks out there. But what are we relying on as an organization? Like, what are we going into game thinking we are? This is our thing. This is our thing. We don't have anything. The Rams are more c- a complete balanced team. In the bucket, the balance, we're just not a balanced football team, you know. And today, when I get on the radio, everybody's going to talk about play calling. All play calls work, by the way. Okay, they all work if you execute them the right way. You can you can scheme your way into plays that happens, but most running plays work. Okay, if you block it right, you get some movement, and the running back makes a right read. Nothing was working yesterday. Nothing was working, and and, and then, I'm, then I'm hearing a lot of people saying, well, Antonio Brown's getting too many targets. Okay, let's go down the list of people that were to blame for yesterday, and let me know when you get to Antonio Brown, okay? It's going to be way down the list. First of all, Brady's name better be really, really up high, okay? Donovan Smith didn't play well. Jensen didn't play well. Gronkowski's making a lot of money to catch two balls a game and be a blocker. Okay, we're going to talk about your blocker. Okay, well, we don't run the ball. We don't run the ball worth a darn. If you're going to be just a blocker, then let's be top 10 in rushing. We ain't. So when O.J. Howard goes down and he gets crucified for not catching any balls, Gronkowski ain't catching nothing. He's not He's not a difference maker. He had a couple games, and that was about it. Defensive backfield, Jamel Dean, he he's a terrible defensive back, and he makes up for it. By not being, not having good uh, footwork or ever being in the right place. He sucks. Okay. And everybody up front sucked yesterday. Everybody, all the linebackers, everybody, Shaq Barrett, JPP. JPP got interception. Great. I mean, that's just a, a heads up play. I'd rather he hit the quarterback. Okay. Shaq Barrett, you got a lot of money. I like the way he plays. He plays hard, but you got, you're playing against a backup left tackle. And I didn't hear your name much. He's supposed to have two and a half sacks in that game. 51 pass attempts. 
51 pass attempts with a pretty good quarterback in Jared Goff, but he's not that. Jared Goff's not 51 attempts, 300-something yards. That's not him, not on a regular. And a lot of people are going to blame it on the play calling. I think you should give credit to the Rams' defense, really. The Rams' defense outsmarted us. And at the end of that game, I think when McVay called a run play on third and eight in the fourth quarter and kicked a field goal, you don't think that's telling? Because what would have happened if Mahomes was on the other side? You think he'd have, you think he'd have call a run and then gave the ball to Mahomes with two something left? They're not scared that nobody's scared of the Bucks, and nor should they be. It's it's just it's it's out of whack. You know, I'm hearing people asking for Scotty. We need more Scotty Miller. Well, here's why Scotty Miller's not playing because he's not better than anybody on the field. You, you have all week to prove to everybody how good you are. He's not better than the guys. We have great receivers out there. It's We're just, we're not in sync for whatever gosh darn reason it is, but it ain't all that pretty. It'll look good one week, and next week it'll look like it did yesterday, which was a bunch of hot garbage. We're not an overly tough team, okay? We got a short week, then we got to prepare for Kansas City. Crazy things happen. That would be really crazy. I don't know what the line's going to be, but it's going to be a little bit. Kansas City's a whole lot. And when Kansas City sees the last three films of people running wide-ass open against our defensive backfield, good luck with that, everybody. And then you add in a quarterback that's a a whole lot out of the pocket, and uh, that's an equation for a good bludgeoning. But football's a funny thing. Crazy things happen in football. And uh, let's hope that's the case this week because a short week to get prepared for that team who is inspired as hell coming off a big win against the Raiders uh, is going to be tough sledding. But I don't know where we are, man, because you got to figure out a way to win 10 games and you lose this week against Kansas City and you got to end up being 10-6. and six. There's still tough games ahead now. Don't be penciling in both of those uh, Falcon games because the Falcons can play a little bit. The, the Falcons show up as often as the Bucks do. Don't pencil in both of those. It's going to be tough. They lose this week against Kansas City. Again, going 10 and 6 is going to be very, very tough to do. If anybody wants to contact me, it's Ian Beckles at radioinfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to all the other podcasts as well at the Ron and Ian Show 95.3 FM. We on tonight, today actually, from 3 to 5. And then the rest of the week, or tomorrow, 3 to 7. So tune in for sure. Uh, hopefully next week it's, uh, it looks and sounds better, but... Let's not all hold our breath about that. Everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. 
Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. 